0: This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're listening to this podcast right now, then I'm going to assume that you would also enjoy listening to audiobooks. Whether you're interested in business, history, comedy, science fiction, or romance, Audible has thousands of titles for you to choose from. We want you to try out Audible for free, so if you head to our link, you'll get a 30-day free trial and a free book. So go to audibletrial.com slash local hustlers podcast to redeem your trial today. Again, that's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, trial.com slash local hustlers podcast.
1: You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast. East Valley locals get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can
0: relate to and learn from. From, and now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Woldberg. Alright everybody, Uh, welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers podcast. This week we're super excited to be here with Kelly Biglow of Diamond Arrow Digital Marketing. How's it going, Kelly?
1: Good, good. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here and taking time out of your busy day to, to come and chat with us today. Before we dive into the business, take a couple of minutes and tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, so I actually am originally from Kansas, so I am a Midwest country girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> not really, but uh, I guess you could say that. But yeah, so I uh, grew up most of my life in Kansas. I was actually born in California. Um, I curse my parents forever taking me from California. From California, to yes. Kansas. Was yeah, I'm like that man, I could have been like a surfer. Something else, but instead, I grew up with cows. So yeah, um, moved. Actually, I moved out here to the valley twice. I you know came, I don't know, back in my early 20s. I loved it, but I missed my friends and my family, so I got homesick and I moved back. Um, and then around 2014, I moved back out to the valley, and you know I've I've been out here ever since, and I love it. and You know, I love what we do, and uh, I've got brothers, sisters. I'm the second oldest of four of us, so, um, yeah. Let's see. I've done a lot, just random, you know, jobs before Mm -hmm. I really kind of decided to go to college, so I waited a little later, and, you know, I went for business management, which is funny because I hear a lot of people that talk about they went to school originally for business Uh and then they decided to stop doing business and you know actually kind of started their own adventure which is kind of where I was at. I I ran businesses, managed businesses uh, mainly in the fitness industry Mm -hmm. Uh, so I actually spent about 15 years in the fitness industry Hmm. um, helping people kind of change their lives through fitness and um, it involved you know marketing and you know just kind of getting your name out there um and yeah i think that's about it
0: cool cool so with with fitness were you actually like a, a trainer and helping people or were you more on the business back end side helping grow the business
1: yeah so funny um i was started on the front end so i was you know i did pretty much everything in the gym service based i did sales mm-hmm. uh, i did management so i managed the gyms co-managed Uh, And then I had kind of, you know, gained some weight after high school and, you know, you kind of get into college and you, you know, start finding out, you know, eating late at night and just having a really poor lifestyle, (laughs) right? And so, you know, so I had gained some weight and while I was managing the gym, I I worked out with the trainer and, I don't know, lost probably around like 50 pounds and so that kind of inspired me. so after you know running the gyms i decided you know hey i think i want to kind of make a shift and i got into actually personal training and taking people from day one all the way to the you know the i wouldn't say end of their journey it's usually you know the end of the journey with me but continuing the journey on their Mm -hmm. own and Mm -hmm. and changing their life so but yeah so i and then i I did management on the personal training side Um, that's where i actually ended my career was at a big box, personal, or not personal, but gem um, here in the Valley that really just kind of overworked you and underpaid, which is probably pretty common with most corporate companies. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just got super burnt out and left there and kind of took a little sabbatical for a while and was like, oh, what do I want to do with my life? Where do I want to go? And yeah, that's where it kind of led me into, you know, where I'm sitting today, mm-hmm. so...
0: And at that point, did you have any sort of ideas or passions or, or things you were kind of leaning towards?
1: You know, actually, I what I, what I wanted to do was start my own gym. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to, you know, do my own fitness thing yeah. and, you know, run it the way that we actually cared about members and right. it wasn't just about their money. Um, and so that was kind of my intention and, and what I was, you know, kind of wanting to do and, and where I wanted to go and... Uh, kind of funny. I I also did have a passion for websites. So I knew that if I was going to start my own gym, I had, you know, I knew about marketing, but I didn't really know about online. Like I knew a little, but I didn't know exactly how it worked. And so, um, you know, I was like, well, I need a website. I'm going to go get a job at GoDaddy and then I'll just build my own website. Huh. Right. So I thought, why go to college to learn to do website stuff when I can go get a job and get paid? You can get
2: and Get paid
0: to do it. Learn, instead. yeah,
1: yeah. So, so you know, I found myself at GoDaddy. Um, you know, I liked it. Uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was kind of rewarding, not really, uh-huh. um, but I learned enough that I didn't want to stay at GoDaddy and work <laughs> there forever. Um, so I decided you know, oh, what am I going to do now? So I left GoDaddy and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to maybe go back into the fitness side of it, do a little personal training while I'm trying to start, you know, kind of a side hustle of just training people maybe in their homes and Mm -hmm. working my way up. And my roommate, her brother, one day, I don't know what I said. I was like, I hated the gym that I was working at. It was awful and it was terrible. And again, they didn't care about... The members they just cared about sales and numbers and again you know pushing that and yeah so one day i was sitting there and i was like ah oh, man like i need a job do you know where i can get a job and he was like well i i work at yelp do you do sales and i was like well yeah pretty much i've been in sales on and off my whole whole life and and so he's like well i can try to hook you up with a job and and he did and so i went to Yelp and learned even more about marketing and how the internet works and mobile search and, and all sorts of things. And my thought process was, Oh, this will be great for when I started gym. And so when I, when I got there, it was like, like I was always looking up like fitness companies and Uh personal trainers and like looking at their Yelp pages and, and kind of looking at their results. And I was like, okay, you know, studying it. And then I don't know, it just, it kind of clicked and, you know, they started kind of teaching us more and more and more. And, you know, I really felt while I was there, like I got a degree in marketing. A lot of, you know, my managers and people that worked there had, you know, that's what they went to school for. Um, So they taught, you know, not only Yelp, but, you know, just in general, like how search works. And I don't know, I got really good. I moved to the kind of top of the ladder there in terms of like sales. I became like the number one sales rep in our office in Phoenix multiple times, which was kind of cool. And yeah. I just really like, you know, f- found a passion for it. And I think, um, you know, after talking to a lot of the business owners while at GoDaddy and then also at Yelp, it was always, they always had the same common thing is, you know, I have a website, but nobody ever finds me or, oh, well, I've invested in marketing and I never got a return from it. And that's where I just was like, okay, uh, I really like doing this. And so I decided to leave Yelp because their kind of sales process started to change a little bit um, in terms of, it used to be build a relationship, teach them about Yelp, teach them about search, educate them and then get them to sign up for ads. And then it turned from that to, we don't really care about the relationship Call them on the phone, get them on the computer, sign them up for ads. You know, so I decided that wasn't really kind of my approach and, and my style. So I left Yelp, and that's where I'm at today.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, and when you left Yelp, did you have intentions to start the gym at that time, or how did how did how did this, how did the gym idea shift into <laughs> so, Diamond Arrow Digital Marketing?
1: Yeah, that's a funny story. So uh, Yelp actually provides their employees with a fully stocked kitchen of whatever you want. Like, pretty much, you name it, they've got it. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, so, you know, being tied to a desk and having unlimited, I guess, copious amounts of Red Bull and coffee and just sugary treats and drinks and all this stuff, I gained a lot of weight (laughs) so you know going from being really active to just you know being tied to a desk um all day yeah so I I gained some weight and when I left I was just like oh my gosh there's no way like I can't even keep myself (laughs) in check how am I going to train people um and it's funny when I left I actually uh I was going to go into real estate school. So mm-hmm. I, I signed up and I was like, okay, I paid all the money. I'm like, I'm going to go be a real estate agent. Um, my thought process was, well, I know how to market myself. I know how to get my name out there. I know how to get leads. So that's what I'm going to do. And so I, I was going to school for it. And again, my roommate was like, wow, you're like, you're really good at the marketing thing. You know how it works you're passionate about it. You obviously know sales, you know, all that stuff. Like, why aren't you starting a marketing company? Why aren't, why aren't you helping business owners? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. You know, and I just, I guess at the time I didn't really have the confidence because I knew how to do it, but I hadn't actually done it. And so it was kind of like, Ooh, to, to take that leap and then to, to say, oh, okay, well, pay me money, and I'm gonna give you results. Uh-huh. Um, You know, at first I was just like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. And then, yeah, I I started doing websites, so I started just kind of, you know, building websites on the side, and and from there I started doing a little bit of marketing uh, behind the scenes for the companies I did the websites for, and I did start to see results pretty quick, and. I think that kind of built some confidence for myself, and now four years later, uh, with lots of clients, you know, we're able to, you know, really kind of figure that out and have taken a lot of people to the top and made made some money and grew their businesses and created some jobs here in the valley. So
0: yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. When you first got started with with Diamond Arrow, uh, did you feel confident with the amount of knowledge and education you had in terms of digital marketing or are you still at a point where you needed to continue to keep educating yourself and learn, learn a lot more in terms of taking on clients?
1: That's funny that you say that. So, you know, there's two kind of two folds to it. So I, I was really good at Yelp, right? Mm -hmm. Like being able to manage their Yelp pages, their website, their online presence in general. Um, but as I kind of grew, I was very confident in that because Yelp definitely taught us how to use the platform. You know, when we would sign people up for ads, the goal was always for the, for the customer to be successful. So they would teach us how to set up their page, um, things that they could do that would help them stand out. Um, you know, and then through time, you know, they would just tell us more and do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, to help their pages rank so that they continue to keep paying for ads. And so when I started, I knew that I was good at that, but I also knew that there were other aspects of it, the SEO, um, you know, the, the local SEO, Google my business, you know, tons of business owners, they're just really focused on, you know, I need to, I need to rank on Google. I need Mm -hmm. to rank on Google. And yeah, I mean, it's important, but you know, I kind of realized that putting Yelp, you know, before definitely kind of helps tie back to it it gave the clients results and so as we kind of you know grew you know we grew into these other things and, yeah. and learned these other things I had confidence I knew that I would be successful and I knew that I could help people I just didn't know how long it would take me to be able to help them mm-hmm. and that was kind of the I'd say the thing that I probably lacked the most confidence in. Gotcha. When, when
0: gotcha. And what did you do to, you know, kind of build that confidence, educate yourself and figure out, you know, how long it's going to take you to help these businesses grow?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, you know, the biggest thing is just, you know, again, research, you know, reading, you know, blogs, podcasts, you know, different Facebook groups with, you know, other like-minded people, you know, SEO companies and things like that. So I think it's, you know, again, just. You know educating learning growing and finding different resources yeah. to, to kind of help so
0: cool Looking at your resume, it's kind of the perfect the perfect storm um, in terms of starting a a digital marketing company because you're on the ground working, you know, with small businesses. Then you go to GoDaddy, you learn the importance of you know having a good website SEO. You're at Yelp, learning the importance of, of, of paid advertising and reviews. It's like the perfect storm that all came together. Yeah. Were there any any like insider secrets or thing you things you learned? working for those companies that a regular digital marketing company wouldn't really know unless they you know, really had to dig in and research and figure out?
1: Yeah, that's funny. So, I mean, I'm gonna give away kind of one of my secrets that you know, I always tell people is, you know, a lot of digital marketing agencies, they don't really use Yelp and they don't really leverage it. Um, but at the end of the day, Yelp is the largest and the number one local business directory out there. Um, Most people don't know and even some digital marketing agencies don't know that anyone who has an iPhone that uses Apple Maps, Apple Maps is actually powered by Yelp. So if your business isn't listed on Yelp, your business is not going to be listed on the map on Yelp. Mm -hmm. So if somebody goes to their phone, they do a mobile search, which we know about 80% of searches. It's it's kind of funny. Searches used to be 80 to 90% of the searches that were done by local people looking for businesses was through the mobile. During COVID, we saw a huge shift, which is kind of crazy and where, you know, it was mobile. Well, now people aren't out and about searching as much. They are searching from home before they explore out. Mm -hmm. Um, we saw actually the desktop rise. So more people were searching from their desktop, um, than they were from the mobile phone. So, but you know, again, especially like, you know, say for a restaurant, if you're not engaging in yelp you're not using yelp i mean 50 percent, over 50 percent of the market share is owned by apple so most people are apple users i'm going to assume apple user right apple user yeah. apple so <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like you know most of the people out there are using that so they are using apple maps yeah and if you're not leveraging that you're missing out on you know a really big crowd of people that could be finding you
0: so yeah no that's a good point because when you're on on maps it has reviews for any place you see and those are all all through yelp Mm -hmm. and it's interesting like when i look up a business or looking up like places to go to dinner most time i'll go to maps and search it instead of just going straight to safari just because it's it's really simple to just see that list kind of see where they are location wise and that's all powered by yelp so that's really interesting yep
1: steve jobs actually um he did a presentation for apple when you know, the, the apps and things were really starting to grow. And, you know, even he came out and he said, you know, people aren't searching the same way that they used to. They're using applications now. So they're actually typically going to go to an app. They don't pull up Safari. They don't pull up, you know, the internet browsers typically as much anymore Mm -hmm. because of all these applications now that make it easier for you searching on a phone, you know, because again, you know, Google, when you go to you know, Google on your phone, not everybody is, you know, optimized for the mobile phone. Right. So, you know, it's a little different. The website might look different. But again, if they go to this third party sites, you know, that's where they're going to find someone and be able to get the info that they need. So, yeah.
0: Cool. Why would you say reviews are so important for a small business?
1: Oh, gosh. Why are they not? You know, um, I think in this day and age, you know, I, I, I tell business owners, gone are the days of just getting in your car you know and driving around and trying to find a locksmith <laughs> right or find a restaurant to go to you know that's what we used to do we used to you know oh let's go find somewhere to eat so we get in the car and we just drive around till we find somewhere you know we used to pull up to a a, a place and we'd drive by and we'd be like hey look at that place let's go you would just walk in sight unseen now you don't do that right you you pull up and you're like, ooh. I'm gonna get online, let's pull them up online. Yeah. Let's look at them. You know, what does the restaurant look like? You know, is it safe? I mean, I guess you only say safe now cause it's COVID, but you know, <laughs> is it in a safe area? Yeah. You know, so so consumers now, they're doing more research. They're not, you know, they're not just hopping in the car and going. Um, and so making sure that you have, you know, an online presence is, is super important and not even having that online presence but having your customers leave feedback because we we want to see what other people are saying right we want to make sure that you have good customer service that you have a good product and 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 things like that and i mean we've taken businesses and we've ranked them to the number one spot on yelp they sit at number one and they get zero leads because they have no reviews they get one review completely different story. So I always tell people it takes one review. The more that you have, obviously, the better. But you need customer experience Mm -hmm. because people aren't going to choose you if they don't know that someone else has used you before, because the whole trust, right? Like, it's just, you know, someone has to be able to trust you. And I think reading other people's reviews give people that feeling of like, oh, okay, safety. I, I feel a little bit better knowing that other people have experienced and used this business. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, for sure. And some people say that like customer referrals are dead, but reviews are kind of the way that you you see those customer referrals now and you see other people's experiences and that's mm-hmm. how you know if you want to go somewhere or not.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: And then so what we talked about Yelp a bit with GoDaddy is there anything you learned in terms of, you know, website development whether it be the aesthetics or the SEO, of a website that really clicks and really helps helps a website? Yeah. You know, I think with
1: GoDaddy, I what I really learned, I think from there is kind of a little more of like the optimization process of the website, just making sure that you have a fast website, um, you know, the SEO that goes into it um, in terms of like your domain, um, having, you know, a lot of people want to name their domain name, their business name, but another insider tip here, it's actually better to name your domain name with your keywords and like a geo target. So basically like my business is Diamond Arrow Digital Marketing. It's pretty long, you know, to give somebody. So we actually just went with Digital Marketing Gilbert AZ. Hmm. So again, we're in Gilbert. We want to rank in Gilbert and we're a digital marketing agency. So it does help match those search terms and kind of gives you a little more, um, you know, kind of boost with, you know, Google and and gaining their trust. So um, that's, I think, one thing that I learned there. Um, And then, you know, again, website speed, having the right hosting plan and and things like that. The SEO, I think I've kind of more developed after um, GoDaddy, but GoDaddy taught a lot more on the aesthetics as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And having a website that converts and has all the right information on it that a consumer needs, so.
0: Love it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, Diamond Arrow. Uh, well, t- walk us through the process of, of getting a business started, you know, picking the name, getting everything ready, deciding what services you're going to offer. What was that like? Yeah,
1: um, scary. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, it's it's funny because it's, it's morphed, you know what I mean, as we've kind of grown. Um, you know, we started out just, I think it was more... I was kind of just more advertising on, hey, we can help you grow your online presence. Let us manage your online presence for you. Um, I guess I, I, it was never really like, hey, I'm going to get you ranking. That was, never like, that was never our sales pitch. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to get you to rank online. It was more like, hey, you're lost right now because you have no information. You have nothing online. So it was like, hey, let's build you that foundation mm-hmm. Um, And then kind of from there, you know, again, learning as we've grown, um, you know, we learned that there's other things that kind of go into that. So our services have have definitely morphed. Um, Now, on top of that, you know, dealing with clients and having clients when they would come to us, they would have their hand here. You know, this person would do that. This person would do that. This person would do that. And it would always just get so confusing yeah. that so many people were overlapping and paying for services. So they were paying from services from multiple companies because they didn't really know what they were buying uh-huh. or what they were purchasing. So we've kind of you know, more from just that to now we're full service. Hmm. You know, we do we do it all for our clients, you know, we do video production, we'll do email marketing, um, you know, the digital, the SEO web design graphic design now so we're doing graphic design because we know that that's super important and and it's hard it's hard to you know find someone that you can trust as a business owner for sure so we've kind of done the interview process and we've brought people on and just continue to grow so yeah
0: Yeah.
2: do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it then call flamingo pools today flamingo pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the east valley Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013.
0: What do you do to to help customers be confident in you and your services because there's so many digital marketing agencies it's so simple if you if anyone wanted to start one um and you could lose a lot of money paying a digital marketing agency that that doesn't convert for you so how do you get customers to be confident to to not only pay for the ads but to pay you for your services and and allow you to to grow their business essentially
1: yeah um so it's kind of funny that you say that um it's 100% true in terms of businesses can spend a lot of money of advertising dollars with no return yeah um i've had so many people that have come to us in that same situation um i think for me you know the reason why i started diamond arrow you know again is because there were so many companies out there that invested in marketing but invested into the wrong company Mm -hmm. and you know for me it's always been about honesty and integrity you know all the clients that started with me when they started i was always upfront and honest with them if there was something that i didn't know and i wasn't confident in the answer i would tell them um and i still today you know if someone asks me something and i'm not super confident about it but i know someone on my team might be you know more educated about it um you know i'll, I'll be up front with them and, and i'll go to them you know a lot of Feedback that I'd say that I get in terms of trust is is I don't know they just say that they could feel you know the the, the passion that I have for mm-hmm. what we do and and how we can help them and um, a lot of times when a client comes to us what I like to do is I actually like to research their company so I don't go into a sales spiel I I don't tell you why our marketing company's the best I don't yeah. you know I don't tell you any of that. But what I do tell you is what we can do and what we've done for other customers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'll research the business. And I like to do my homework and I like to learn about them and actually come up with a strategy that says, you know, this is where you're at and this is, you know, where you could be, where you could get to. Um, And then I usually, you know, we'll make a little video for them um, that I send to them uh, that has, you know, again it's, it's not a sales video. It's more of like an educational video. And I always say like, even if you don't choose us as a digital marketing company, cause I'm sure you're probably going to interview more than one. Yeah. Um, here's some other questions that you should be asking, hmm. um, that maybe they didn't ask. Um, and you know, just let them know that we care and you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, go to bat for them and have their back and, um, you know, I always say I can never guarantee results for you, right. um, but what I can guarantee is that we're going to do everything in our power to help you grow your business. Yeah. Um, so I, maybe that's what people trust.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, everything so. you said right there shows that you you have the customer's best interests in mind and you care, you know, more about the customer and them seeing success than just getting money and getting clients. So that's really cool. And I'm sure that that you see that in return um, in terms of getting clients to come in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, I do tell a lot of people in the process is the clients who started with me when I very first started are still clients today. Um, And they will be, you know, I don't see them going anywhere else um, because they've, they've grown their businesses and, you know, they know that what we do works. And I think just having that support team, you know, my, my slogan has always been, you know, we are your marketing department, like Mm -hmm. we're working for you, you know, so when you come to us, it's, we're we're not just, you don't hire us for a service. It's kind of like. And I always say, like, I should charge more for my time, (laughs) you know, because it's like they come to us and it's it's not just, oh, okay, well, you're going to buy this program. That's it. It's, you know, we're strategizing, you know, we're telling them what they should be doing. Um, We're giving them feedback. You know, they come to us. Hey, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Mm -hmm. You know, there's been times You know even during covid i had a client who hadn't been with us for that long had just started um they were in an industry that got hit hard they got shut down so they were in that beauty um, industry and they sold products in their store we took their entire store it was a wig wig shop they sold wigs and extensions and we took the entire store and we moved it online we put every product that they offered in their store online And it kind of had got to the point where I knew that for them, they were really struggling. And so I actually had made the suggestion to them that the money that they're allocating to us to help organically grow them, I didn't think was going to be their best move Mm -hmm. for their budget because that's all that they had. Um, So I had actually suggested taking the money that they were paying us on a monthly basis and put that into more paid advertising Um, Because I knew that that was going to help generate them business faster. And in order for them to succeed and stay in business, which they did make it through COVID, they're still in business. They're, you know, they're starting to kind of grow more. Um, I still talk to them and, you know, she still reaches out from time to time for help with her website. Um, But, you know, I think it's just, it's things like that, that, you know, you have to do, you know, for your clients and consult and and I don't know just go above and beyond so
0: sure no, yeah. It sounds, it's more, so what you're saying, it's more than just like, you know, I'll pay you, you do this service. It's it's an extension. It's a branch of their company. You're brainstorming. You're coming up with ideas for them as well and, and helping them. And you always have their best interests in mind and coming up with ideas to help grow the business. So that's really cool. You brought up a good point with COVID. A lot of businesses struggle. And just in general, a lot of small businesses are, are tight on cash um, and don't have, you know, all the money in the world to, to throw into advertising. Um, when would you say is a good time for a business to, to kind Kind of jump in and start testing out advertising and how much of a budget should they you know expect to to start putting in to start seeing some results
1: yeah i i mean i always say that it's never a bad time to start okay um, if you can start as your business is starting that's always the best because again building that foundation takes time um, you know when we create things and, and put things out there you know it can take google six to eight weeks sometimes to index information that you put online before it really starts reading and picking it up so the sooner that you can start your marketing when your business opens and you're ready to go you've already got a solid foundation built Um, so yeah i mean two months three months before your business is going to open um, you should be thinking about investing in marketing as a as a small business, I would say anywhere you know I would expect to to get good marketing um, anywhere from you know three hundred dollars a month to to five hundred to six hundred a month um, I think would be kind of a good place to fall.
2: Mm-hmm. I usually
1: say anything usually below three hundred um, you're probably just getting one small piece of what you actually really need. Um, a lot of times, business owners I find they see that smaller price tag and they do make a commitment to that smaller price tag, but it's just not what they need. Right. So here they're investing the little bit of money that they have because a lot of business owners, I find, don't put money towards marketing in the beginning when they should. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Again, that learning curve. But you know they just don't get the results that they need to see yeah. on it. So yeah. I would say any time um, is a good time. Um, it's never too late. Uh, unless you're obviously on the brink of closing your business uh-huh. down then then maybe it might be a little too late but but you know it just you know start anytime yeah
0: and I know these these advertising advertising platforms are always changing always learning when it comes to patients how long or how, how long should customers wait to expect to see results if, if they're having you do their ads for them
1: yeah that's a great question so um, I what I you know kind of tell a lot of people, for us, you know, we do our pricing on price point tiers, mm-hmm. so we have a you know a low package, a middle package, and a, and a higher package. Um, I kind of explain it as you know how fast do you want to get from point A to point yeah. from point A to point B. If you want to get there really fast, then you probably need to be investing you know closer to a thousand and above in your marketing. Uh-huh. Um, if you're you know if you're if you're not in a rush to get there, um, you can go on a mid level. Um, but usually, I'd say three to six months, um, some six to nine. But I've had clients who have had results within two weeks. I've had them within a month. Mm. I have had some that's taken closer to nine months. Yeah, I think a lot of it just depends on the industry that you're in um, and how many people are searching for what you do. So, you know, if it's if it's something that maybe not as many people are searching for, you could see a longer time frame. But I would say if you're hiring another marketing company or you're working with another marketing company currently um i would say after six months if you're not really seeing any results you should probably start maybe looking for another marketing company
0: so that's a good you know middle ground between you know i gotta be patient i gotta wait but you know at this point if i'm still not seeing something maybe something's wrong
1: yeah at three months you you should start to see something Mm. it may not return into actual business just yet but in terms of like ranking, driving more traffic, seeing actually more people on your profiles and finding you, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you should start to see some of that after three. If you're not seeing any of that at all, um, then I would say probably wouldn't wait that six month period. (laughs) I would probably start interviewing new marketing companies
0: before. And speaking of different industries, um, are there certain industries that you maybe specialize with? Cause I know a lot of marketing agencies will specialize with, you know, dentists or service industries or products or whatever it may be. Is there anything that you kind of really have felt like you've, you've really thrived with, or is it just, you know, whatever business it is, you can make it work?
1: Well, I, I mean, yes and no to that question. I mean, Yes, we have had, you know, service based, we do have probably more service based companies. Uh-huh. But we have companies in all different types of industries. Um and again, that's where I've kind of seen different industries take a little bit longer. Um but yeah, we can work with most industries um that, that come to us. I think like you said, like if there's a will, there's a way and we will try to find that. Um, I thought about doing more, you know, we call it niche, Uh um, niching out. Uh, but I just couldn't turn people away. I couldn't say, sorry, I can't help you go somewhere else. Um, you know, it was more like, Oh gosh, I want to help you, you know, like, Oh, you know, my heart. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll help you whatever it is. I mean, I do have, you know, a member on my team who we do specialize. He specializes more. It's not my strong point to tell people, um, you know, in online businesses as well. So Mm -hmm. if you have an online business, we can help with with marketing that and doing that. But for the most part, if you're a local business and you're looking for local customers who want to find you, we can help you with it. And it doesn't have to be just in Arizona. We've got clients actually all over the U.S., New York, Colorado, California, Texas. So we're not, you know, it doesn't have to be just here. Um, We can, you know, make you rank in any city that you're yeah. in
0: cool. so. well I'm interested to hear what you do to find your clients because you know all you're doing is helping customers find clients so then what are the practices that you've used to find your own clients yeah.
1: same I always tell people this this is kind of funny um the same thing that we do for our clients you know what I mean like um I went to a networking thing one time with a client of mine he invited me and I'm like ah, oh, you know I don't have time to go to the networking, but I'm like, okay, he invited me. And so I was, I was nice. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. He wanted to show me off. Cause we really helped him grow his business. And uh-huh. I had a lady who came up to me and she was like, Oh, what do you do? And I was like, Oh, we do digital marketing, web yeah. design. And she's like, Oh, do you come to a lot of networking things? And I was like, no, no, actually I really don't. And she's like, she just kind of looked at me with this look on her face of confusion. <laughs> and she's like, well, how do you get business? And I was like. Well, online, dude. I mean, like customers find us online because that's what we do. We do digital marketing. So, you know, you know, I, I think if you do a search in Gilbert for a digital marketing agency, you should probably find us. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a guy actually right before I came in here who's over in Mesa. He lives on Queen Creek and he was able to find us online. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so our customers find us the same way that they find our customers. So awesome. and referrals, we get a lot of referrals from our clients who love us and they give us love back. So but for the most part, outside of that, yeah, they just find us on Yelp or Google.
0: Cool. No, yeah, that shows that uh, that business or that you guys know what you're doing. If you're getting clients, then yeah. you obviously know how to get clients it's for so. other people. Then <laughs> I know,
1: right? <laughs> it's kind of funny that you say that, you know, being in the marketing industry, but I think it kind of leads back to what I said before. And, you know, if you're going to hire a digital marketing company or an SEO company, do a search for them, you know, pull them up, do a search. in. I I always say you can get really broad in terms of do a search in the city that they're located in. Mm -hmm. Um, If they don't come up there, you can even drill down further, find their zip code, do a search with the keyword digital marketing in that zip code that their business is located in. And if they don't show up, in that search then i probably wouldn't be hiring that that company to market you yes yeah. it's probably a reason why they no that's show.
0: a good idea you know like if really? they claim if they claim that they're gonna you know rank you at the top or or get you a ton of facebook likes or instagram followers you should probably see if, if they have that themselves because if they can't help themselves you know yeah. might not be able to be the the best for you exactly <laughs> talk to us a bit about covid and and what kind of effect that had on your business whether positive <sighs> or negative
1: oh man you know it's it's kind of funny and crazy both at the same time you know when COVID started i think everybody was freaking out yeah. you know they didn't know what was happening and was going to happen and you know i had quite a few clients who called kind of freaking out um in terms of again they didn't know what was going to happen and you know i think with a lot of them you know some of them that would say i gotta stop my marketing i gotta stop it and i'm like wait 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 honestly like that's probably the last thing that you want to do. Like right now is the most important time for you to get in front of people. You can't stop marketing because if you start marketing now, you're basically putting a nail in the coffin. You're shutting Mm -hmm. the doors. You're shutting the doors and you can't do that. Like your your thoughts should be opposite. I need to spend more money. So for us, we actually grew in COVID. Um, I don't know if it's because a lot of businesses got the PPP loans and they were able to pay their employees with the PPP loans, which freed up the money that they would normally be using for payroll and actually were like, I need to invest in marketing. So there, there was actually a lot of companies who took that route of saying, okay, I need, to be investing, this is probably obviously the best time. Yeah. Um. So we saw growth, uh, and our clients actually saw tremendous. Some industries, it, it was honestly kind of crazy to see that you could see right around April, from April to May to June, July, they saw better rankings and traffic on their profiles than they did even the prior year so it was yeah it was kind of crazy um i think the one thing that we saw was the shift from mobile searching to the to the desktop so Uh i think people i think during covid people that were stuck at home I think it gave them the opportunity to kind of focus on things that they probably didn't focus on before. Yeah. Um, just you know, in their everyday life, not even you know, marketing companies, but you know, I'm going to do work on my house. I'm going to, you know, oh, I need to have the pest guy come out, or um, you know, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Um, and so I think it just kind of gave them more time to you know do things that typically when you work a full time job, have a family, commute throughout the valley you just don't really have the time to do some of the things that you want and i think that covid gave a lot of people that opportunity um being off of work and and being stuck at home and and things like that so you know we like i said we saw growth and a lot of our clients saw growth so it was awesome
0: yeah, no, yeah. that's good to hear yeah with all the services that you offer, is is there one or two in particular that, like, if, if someone was on a budget, if if you had to suggest, like, hey, this is what you should really focus on until you can um, add more, or what what comes to mind?
1: Yeah. So actually, you know, there's, I would say it's the local SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to be as short as possible with with yeah. explaining the difference because I think a lot of people, um, as business owners, don't know the difference between. Like local SEO and SEO. SEO focuses on your website. It helps your website to rank, mm-hmm. which is great. But when we're searching on a mobile device and the way that search is now, most people don't visit websites. They go to third party sites hmm. Thumbtack, Yelp, yeah. um, Angie's List, Home Advisor, whatever industry you're in, there's third party sites that list businesses on there, like directories, yellow pages. Again, your website will rank. But nobody's going to click directly on it. Local SEO is putting you on all the places that your business needs to be listed on all these directories. So getting yourself listed on the directories, making sure that you know when someone goes to an application and they do that search, that you're you're the first person being found, um, is probably where I would start first. Um, making sure that that's being created and you're ranking on those third-party sites mm-hmm. is is probably Going to be your best bet in terms of getting your business to kind of grow and out there. SEO kind of comes later on down the road um, in terms of, you know, once you hit a point and you want to rank higher or go more or expand into different areas, then we really need to, you know, start focusing on the SEO on your website um, and getting it to rank and making sure that all the keywords that match those local searches are actually on your website so that you know, you can get into that search query as well Got from okay. Google. Hmm. So if I didn't confuse you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 that totally makes <laughs> sense. And I didn't really know the difference between just SEO and local SEO. Yeah. And that's really interesting yeah, that there's super- a yep a yep. difference there. So with all the different like Facebook ads, Google ads, I feel like things are constantly changing. Is there anything you can tell us about any insights into something new that's that's coming up into the digital marketing world?
1: Um, you know, I think... I guess maybe not new to consumers, uh, but Google is going to be making some changes in terms of, uh, their local search. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Google's gotten some slack in terms of the Google, my business. And you go on, you do a search and the map shows up first, right. You know, on your search query on, um, so the way that you used to rank there, um, is changing. So they're, they're, Google, like I said, Google got a lot of bad rap because service based industries, you didn't, there was no verification process. You could create a fake listing on Google, write yourself a couple reviews with some fake um, email accounts Uh and get that local listing to rank really quick. And what was happening is, you know, locksmiths, construction companies, these people were creating these profiles, targeting different communities, usually older population um, so they could scam them and they would come over they'd give them a quote the people would pay them ten twenty thousand dollars for these jobs and then they would disappear. Wow um, there was a college that did this huge study on it and Google got a lot of a lot of kind of kickback from it because they knew what was happening. So Google knew that people were creating these fake profiles but they weren't doing anything about it. Um, now they are. So they are definitely trying to take more steps to protect the consumer. So on the marketing side, Google's, Google is making a lot of changes to help local businesses where before they weren't really. So um, I believe it was supposed to launch in May, but they're kind of pushing it out more towards June. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually you know going to give marketing companies, I think, more um, leverage for businesses that yeah, do the yeah. right thing instead of some businesses and SEO companies who do what we call is more of like your black hat SEO, which is stuff that gets you to rank really fast, but if you get caught, uh-huh. you can get in a lot of trouble for it, for, so. For sure.
0: Talk to us about the name. Where did Diamond Arrow come from?
1: Oh, that's funny that you asked that. I love when someone always asks me that. So I had no idea what to name the business and i don't know i i I have always been obsessed with diamonds i don't know why i mean i don't wear them i don't like (laughs) wearing them but um i mean i do i guess i do like them but i don't wear them and cannot afford them but um there was something about a diamond with an arrow through it like i saw it one time and i was like oh i just really like that i was kind of drawn to it so i was like thinking of logos and what i could do for logos and what would be cool And so I did a search for diamond arrow, like what the meaning of diamond arrow was. And the meaning of a diamond with an arrow through it is, I think it's uh, courage as one moves forward, Hmm. basically, you know, like giving someone courage as they move forward in life. And I thought to myself, well, that's kind of fitting as I am about to quit my very comfortable paying job and try to, you know go on my own yeah. so there was hmm. diamond arrow
0: that's cool and it's also what your customer is doing right when yeah. they make the decision to to invest a lot of money into marketing and take some courage to, yes. courage to oh take that gosh
1: step. so much you know when we get someone who comes to us and you know it doesn't matter how long they've been in business but I always say like congratulations <clears throat> you know congratulations that you you've been able to do it for that long because you know I know it's not easy yeah it's, you know and as times change and marketing change and consumer behavior and habits change, it's it gets it gets a little difficult. So when you know, when you have a company like the one I talked to today, been in business for ten years, has never done any online marketing whatsoever. Um, but they know as times are changing, they're like, It's it's about time that we probably, you know, kinda start to invest in that. So yeah. yeah.
0: And do you have any employees or is it just you?
1: Uh, yeah, I have some uh, employees, they're, you know, usually in the background, so mm-hmm. they're not as outgoing as I am, but, you know, I always say they're the brains, um, you know, anything that I can't do, they can, and they can do it better, um, so I always try to find someone who, you know, I think is more well-versed in certain things than myself, but yeah, yeah. so we've got, you know, we've got a videographer, we've got a graphic designer, we've got You know Sam, who helps with our Facebook and runs kind of the ad portion of that and social media, and then we got Megan, is my business partner. Um, She just kind of does more of again the back end stuff. She's kind of behind the scenes. And um, being a small local business, my you know one of my goals and things too was you know for my family to you know help them, and so my sister's come and she works for Diamond Arrow and she helps with like a lot of the admin stuff and yeah she's kind of my personal assistant but don't tell her I said that because <laughs> she's Hopefully my older she's sister be to this podcast for sure. you just got yourself in trouble Oh, so. Oh,
0: funny. Before we have to close up here, and I've loved everything you've shared so far. If you yeah, had, excellent. yeah, if you Thank had you. one more, you know, tip for a business owner who's trying to grow his business, hopefully they'll they'll come to you for that. Um, but what would your advice be? You know, one thing that some actionable tip that anyone can do to to take a step towards you know growing your business and having a better a better online presence.
1: Yeah, I mean free tip would be you know that's not going to cost you any money is just make sure that you're online make sure that you're on google and you're on facebook and you're on yelp and you know do a search for your business keywords and 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 look and see in the search result what's showing up you know what platforms are showing up in that search result because the platforms that are showing up in search that's where consumers are going that's where they're using and that's why they rank. So yeah. you need to make sure that you're listing your business there. So I'd say free. The other is hire a marketing company. Hire a marketing company, but hire a marketing company that A, can show you that they've produced results um, and that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So
0: Love it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, as we are closing up here, we're going to play a little quick game with you. Ya. Um, so how it's going to work is we have a list of 20 questions that we're going to ask you. Ooh, and fun. you have a minute to answer as many of them as possible. Oh, so gosh. it'll just be rapid fire coming at okay, you. Okay. And we'll see how you score up against uh, other guests that we've had on the show.
1: Yeah, probably very poorly, but... <laughs> All
0: right, you can go ahead and get us started in three, two, one. Your dream vacation. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, going to Europe. Uh, first thing you'd buy if you won a million dollars?
1: A car. <laughs>
0: Your favorite hobby.
1: Ooh. I like to go goodwilling.
0: <laughs> if there was an Olympic competition for everyday activities, what activity would you have a good chance at winning a medal in? Softball. A song you've been jamming to lately.
1: Ooh. Vacation.
0: Uh, if you lived to be a hundred, would you rather have the mind or the body of your prime self? Mind. Your favorite holiday?
1: Ooh, Halloween.
0: Favorite ice cream flavor?
1: Mint chocolate chip.
0: Favorite fictional character? Ooh, yeah, Skip. Favorite smell?
1: Ooh. Cookies.
0: What's your nickname? Oof. Ooh. Oh. We'll let you answer it. K bags.
1: <laughs>
0: awesome all right so we got um Poor. 10 10 not bad not bad <laughs> um kelly thanks again for coming on and and educating us today really um it's been a privilege to have you here Thank why you. don't you uh, let our guests know where they can um, learn more about you and get in contact with you if they want to have you you know handle their marketing for them
1: yeah if you have any questions you can go to our website, Digital marketing Gilbert AZ. Uh, do a search for digital marketing agencies in Gilbert. You'll be able to find us, um, or call us on the phone, four eight zero.
0: No, go for it. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Four eight zero seven one two three three two zero. You can also email me, um, info at diamondarrowmedia I'll get that email as well.
0: Awesome, um, and then I know you have a little special offer for our listeners. Would you mind telling them about that?
1: Yeah, so uh, anyone who you know can mention that they heard us on the podcast, uh, we give um, we'll basically you know give anywhere from three hundred to five hundred off on your startup cost, uh, depending on you know what level of program that you uh, choose with us.
0: Awesome. Yeah. that's a great yeah. offer yeah great offer. <laughs> okay Kelly, like i said thanks again i've uh, really enjoyed having you on and learned a lot today yeah at the minimum everyone needs to google uh digital marketing gilbert arizona see what pops up <laughs> to see how effective she is and how that's she can right. help you too that's right yes absolutely <laughs> awesome all right well uh, have a good week everybody and we'll catch you next time Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Just a few things before we go. First off, if you or someone you know is an entrepreneur in the East Valley, we'd love to have you on the show. Please get in touch with us by emailing us at localhustlerspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at localhustlerspodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn for the latest news and updates. Also, if you enjoyed the show, please take a few seconds to rate and review and hit that subscribe button. It lets us know how we're doing and helps us grow so we can reach more locals, entrepreneurs, and help small businesses grow. Thanks, guys.